Hi, this is Gaurav from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, July 19th, and the top stories of the day are The Centre today asked the Supreme Court to extend the July 31st deadline for the Assam Citizens List, insisting that it needed to tweak the process for inclusion of names in the list. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, the central government's second most senior law officer, told the court that lakhs of illegal immigrants had crept into the list that had been formulated so far and that these names needed to be purged. He also added that many citizens had been left off the list. Mehta said, and I quote, India cannot be the world's refugee capital. Many of the inclusions and exclusions are wrong. The quantum of people involved would be in lakhs and so more time is needed to re-verify it. Close quote. According to Hindustan Times, Mehta suggested that a massive re-verification exercise needed to be carried out of 20% districts bordering Bangladesh, which is the source of the largest proportion of illegal immigrants into the country. The Supreme Court, which also heard Pratik Hajela, Assam's coordinator for the National Register of Citizens, has not yet given its ruling on the request. The judges will continue the hearing on Tuesday. Previously, the names of 40 lakh of the 3.23 crore applicants had been excluded from the complete draft of NRC released last year. The NRC is currently being monitored by the Supreme Court and is being updated in Assam with the intention of weeding out illegal immigrants. Apart from hearing out the NRC issue, the top court had its hands full on Friday as it also heard out the Babri Masjid demolition case and made some interesting time-bound directions in it. The court set a deadline of nine months to complete the trial and said that the examination of all evidences, as well as prosecution and defence witnesses, must be completed within six months from today. At the same time, It also stated that oral arguments should be kept to the minimum and that all parties will have to submit written arguments. The court also extended the tenure of Special Judge S.P. Yadav by using its extraordinary jurisdiction under Article 142. It also directed the Uttar Pradesh government and the Allahabad High Court to pass the order to the effect within four weeks. Giving the directive, Justice Nariman said, and I quote, Judge Yadav has said he has made substantial progress in the case and has sought extension of time to complete the trial. Close quote. Being a court reporter myself, I'd like to point out that covering various legal proceedings across numerous courts in the country doesn't come easy or cheap, which is why we need you, dear readers, to step in and make the metamorphosis into subscribers so that we here at News Laundry can bring you a blow-by-blow description of how courtroom drama unfolds. So please, subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free so that legal reporting, no matter how complex, can be kept free from jargon. Former President Pranab Mukherjee, who is usually known for his rather reserved comments, delivered an unusually sharp critique of the current government over the economy on Thursday, when he called out the disbanding of the Planning Commission and said that India's widely publicised $5 trillion GDP would only be possible thanks to the work of previous governments. At a lecture event in Delhi on Friday, Mukherjee said, and I quote, Finance Minister, while presenting the budget, had said that by 2024, India's economy will reach $5 trillion. It isn't coming out of heaven. There's a solid foundation, and the foundation has been built not by Britishers, but by Indians after independence. Close quote. While presenting the union budget earlier this month, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman had said India would grow its GDP to $5 trillion by 2024. And previously, soon after coming to power in 2014, Prime Minister Narendra Modi had dissolved the planning commission that was famous for drawing up five-year plans for decades and had replaced it with the government think tank Niti Aayog. Mukherjee, who has been a lifelong Congress leader before becoming the President of India in 2012, also added, and I quote, Those who criticise Congress rule for 55 years are ignoring where India was at independence and how far we have come. 
Yes, others also contributed. But the foundations of modern India were laid by our founders, who firmly believed in a planned economy as opposed to today, when the planning commission has been disbanded. Close quote. 46-year-old Indian batting icon Sachin Tendulkar has been inducted into the International Cricket Council's Hall of Fame alongside South African pace legend Alan Donald, reported PTI. Also joining Tendulkar and Donald in the Hall of Fame was two-time World Cup-winning Australian woman cricketer Catherine Fitzpatrick, the second-highest wicket-taker of all time in women's cricket, with 180 ODI scalps and 16 tests. As a coach, Fitzpatrick has guided the Australian women's team to three World Cup titles. Upon being inducted into the ICC Hall of Fame, Tendulkar remarked, and I quote, It's a huge honour for me. Close quote. The former right-handed batsman is regarded as one of the greatest to have ever played the game, along with Sir Donald Bradman, and remains the top run accumulator in both tests and ODIs. He has 34,357 runs across formats and is the only batsman to have 100 international hundreds under his belt. 52-year-old Alan Donald is one of the finest bowlers to have ever played the game, and had 330 tests and 272 ODI wickets to his credit before calling it quits in 2003. The Trump administration took a major step to weaken the regulation of toxic chemicals on Thursday when the Environmental Protection Agency, commonly known by its acronym the EPA, announced that it would not ban a widely used pesticide called chlorpyrifos that its own experts have linked to serious health problems in children, reported the New York Times. The decision was taken by Andrew R. Wheeler, the EPA administrator, and according to the Times, it represents a victory for the chemical industry and for farmers who have lobbied to continue using the substance. According to the report, it was the administration's second major move this year to roll back or eliminate chemical safety rules. Earlier in April, the agency had disregarded the advice of its own experts when officials issued a rule that restricted but did not ban a known carcinogen called asbestos. While passing the chlorpyrifos ruling, the EPA said in a statement that the data supporting objections to the use of the pesticide was, quote-unquote, not sufficiently valid, complete or reliable. The agency also added that it would continue to monitor the safety of the substance through the year 2022. Before I exit, I'd like to leave you guys with some recommendations from the News Laundry website. Firstly, for all those of you following the high-profile defamation case filed by ex-union minister MJ Akbar against journalist Priya Ramani, there are two freshly published reports of the cross-examinations that were conducted this week. Yes, I was in attendance at the Rouse Avenue District Court, where some strange drama went down, ranging from allegations of witness tutoring to the deposition of a tarot card reader, who said she was shocked and stunned when she first learned of the allegations made by Ramani against Akbar. Do check out both the pieces to stay updated with the case. Secondly, don't forget to check out this week's episode of Reporters Without Orders, hosted by none other than Cherry. The panel, which included Basant and me, was joined by independent journalist Kunal Purohit, who tracks right-wing politics, hate crimes, development and gender issues. Kunal is from Bombay, so needless to say, there was also a lot of Bombay bromance and reminiscing that went down between the two of us on the show. Anusha Ravi, a journalist with the New Indian Express, also joined in on the conversation through the phone to discuss the media's coverage on the ongoing political crisis in Karnataka. Well, that's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.